Hello and welcome to the iPath Podcast, where I reveal the secrets, identities, and processes of auto damage appraisers, adjusters, and companies. Whether you're currently working in the industry or interested in what it takes, thank you for being here. I am your host, Chris Stanley. And today's episode is episode 21, and I'm going to teach you how to never miss a required photo on an auto damage inspection ever again. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you've never missed a required photo, then you don't know how important this is. But before I jump into that, today's episode is brought to you by Mile IQ. Mile IQ is an app for your phone, either Apple or Android, that automatically records your mileage as you drive around and do inspections. And it's IRS compliant. If you are recording your mileage in a book that sits in your dash or on your glove box or next to your seat, good for you. I can tell you that that is way too much work for me. I struggled with it for years. My IQ has since saved me and the IRS a lot of pain and saved me thousands of dollars. You can save thousands of dollars and do it easily with us. One swipe categorization with Mile IQ by visiting ipath.com slash mile IQ for an entire year. It's only $60 guys. This will literally catalog tens of thousands of dollars for me anyways this year. And as we're coming up to tax time, this is important. If you need to make a change in 2017 to do better at recording your mileage, get mile IQ visit ipath.com slash mile IQ. Okay, so we're we're here. We're in 2017. It's a new year. And coming into the new year, I looked back on the iPath podcast. I looked back on what I was doing. And I felt like I was shorting the listeners. I felt like you, the audience, um, as a listener, were, were just being shorted. I have a lot to say in this topic. And I wanted to start off easy, make sure it was something I could meet. Uh, the expectations of everybody. So I started with a five-minute episode. But with the new year, I'm going to switch it up, and we're going to try a new format. I'm going to go a little bit longer. I'm going to go more in-depth and use the eight years of uh, daily claims and catastrophe experience to help you become a better adjuster or to become an adjuster if you haven't already uh, started on your path here. And so if you need help as an adjuster, if you're stuck on something, if you're trying to transition to catastrophe duty or cat duty as we call it, or become a cat adjuster, uh, feel free to email me. Or if you're trying to get started for the first time and you're just frustrated because you have nobody to turn to, email me. I love to help people. I have a goal to help 50 adjusters this year, whether it's uh, through getting them started in the industry or helping them transition to cat duty. I want to help you guys. Email me, chris at iapath.com. All right, so instead of doing two episodes a week, because I'm doing a longer format, I am going to go to once a week. It's going to be a Monday-only episode, but it's going to be a lot longer. As you can tell, I'm still kind of just getting started in this episode, and it's already longer. Okay, so it'll be a longer episode, probably between 10 and 20 minutes, uh, but it's only going to be once a week on Monday. But we're going to dive into the topic uh, a lot deeper than what we've been doing. So... What we're talking about today is how to never, ever miss a required photo on an auto damage inspection ever again. 
And I want to start off with a story. Once upon a time, there was a young adjuster named Chris. And he had a coverage area three hours by three hours by three hours by three hours. So north, south, east, west, I went three hours from my home. And this was in North Carolina, very spread out state. And oh my goodness, it was it was such a large territory. But it helped me get started and get the volume I needed to, to support me and my wife and my kid uh, full time on the auto damage appraising career. And... When you go out and do an inspection, and when I would go out and do an inspection, I would get chatting with a customer, and I would really engage with customers, really talk to them, and I still do. But sometimes I would be talking so much that, lo and behold, I'd miss a VIN photo. And when your coverage area is three hours by three hours by three hours by three, uh, it only takes once or twice to realize you got to fix it. And so there was this time I went out to an owner's house and I missed a VIN photo. Uh, and I was three hours from home. I got all the way home, started writing my claims, realized I missed his VIN photo. There was no way at that time to get a VIN photo from him, no way to save it. I didn't have his VIN photo. I couldn't fake it. There was nothing I could do. I had to reschedule me to come out to take one lousy photo. So that was six hours of my life completely gone. Uh, in driving alone that that I lost. And from that moment on, and I don't think that was the last time, I was searching for a way to make sure that didn't happen again. And then when I shifted to catastrophe duty, it became even more important to make sure that I had all the required photos every single time. We were looking at cars, and I would have to complete a, a hail damage estimate in 20 to 30 minutes, really 20 minutes and then 10 minutes to talk to the customer. And to get all your photos and make sure you didn't miss anything, that was a challenge. So becoming accustomed to a rhythm, a routine, and a process became a must. And so I'm going to share with you, after we go through the required photos, what my process is. So I want to start out, though, with what is the basic photo requirements that insurance companies ask for on 90% or more of the claims? And... I'm going to go through them real quick, and I'll go through in detail what each of these photos are in case you're not familiar after we go through the required photos. Four corners. Left front, right front, right rear, left rear. A license plate photo. A VIN photo with a production date. Odometer reading or mileage. Uh, and then at least three damage photos. So that's that's the major photos that the insurance company asked for or the majority of insurance companies asked for 90% of the time. They may have other specific ones here and there, but 90% of claims will at least have those requested. And then if the vehicle's a total loss, usually what's requested is a photo of the dash with the radio, a picture of the front seat and the driver's door, picture of the carpet, picture of the headliner, picture of the engine, picture of tread depth on all of the tires. That's a lot to remember when you're talking with an owner, assessing damage, and trying to get through the process and get on to your next claim. So I developed a rhythm and a routine for myself, and I'm not going to take credit for it. I don't remember if that was my own creation or somebody taught me, but this is how I've done it. And And I know I made a few tweaks before I talked about it here to make sure it was very easy for you 
to understand. And at the end of the episode, I'll also give you some example, a way to get some example photos. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, how to take these photos, that you can go and look at them, take those photos, and have a cheat sheet for you to always use. Okay, so here are my iPath photo suggestions. For every inspection, no matter whether it's a total loss or not, I start with these photos. If it's a total loss, I'm going to go ahead and get some additional total loss photos. But let me walk you through my normal photos that I take in the order that I take them. And I encourage you to try out this process of doing it the same every time. So I start with the four corners, but I start at the left front. The left front, I show the entire front of the vehicle and the entire left side of the vehicle. Take a photo of that. Then I shift immediately to the uh, right of the vehicle. I do a right front, entire front of the vehicle, entire right side of the vehicle. Then I go to the right rear and I take an entire, it shows the entire right side of the vehicle, all the back of the vehicle. And then the left rear, all the way down the left side and all the way at the back of the vehicle. So you almost got an L of the vehicle every time you take these corner photos. And the reason these are important for the insurance company and for you, these four corners show the entire vehicle exterior. So you can a lot of times identify the license plate. You can identify a majority of the damages all just from these photos. Get a feel for the condition of the vehicle. This makes the insurance company feel like they were there when you did the inspection. So do a good job with the four corners and you'll be way better off. Then once I take that left rear photo, I shift back to the right a second and I take that license plate photo. And this is a tweak I made this year actually where I used to take the license plate photo in between the right rear and the left rear photos. But I stopped doing that because what I found would happen is I take a license plate photo and if the owner would talk to me or if I would forget, I'd go on to the inside of the vehicle and I'd miss that left rear one. So I now do all four corners. I secure the four corners and then I step to the right and take a picture of the license plate. Okay, I just want to make sure that's clear. So the first four photos are the four corners, starting at the left front, right front, right rear, left rear. Then I step back, take a picture of the license plate photo. Then I slide down the left side of the car, open up that driver's door, and take a photo of the VIN plate with the production date, if possible, in the same photo. The reason this VIN is so important is obviously this is the unique identification number of this vehicle. This verifies you looked at this car. The reason why you want the production date, if possible, in there is it's used for the date of production to determine if a vehicle is eligible or not for aftermarket or LKQ parts, depending on the insurance company guidelines. So try to get that production date in there as well. Then once I take a picture of that VIN, if I haven't already got the keys from the owner, I ask, can I see the keys to your vehicle? I'm going to take a photo of your mileage. Hand me the keys. I turn it forward just to get the lights on. And then I lean in and take a photo of that odometer or the mileage, whatever you want to call it. But make sure you you don't take a picture of the trip. It doesn't do anybody a lot of good to have a photo saying 786 miles trip when it's got 100,000 miles on the vehicle. So 
the insurance company uses this as a timestamp that in the life of the vehicle, this is when this accident or collision took place and when this inspection took place. This is important and is used a lot of times uh, in future claims if they come up. And then as my recommended photos, I then take a picture of the dash. Total loss or not, I'm taking a picture of that dash and radio because if the question comes up, what kind of radio it is or uh, what option it might have. Does it have air conditioning? Is it automatic? You know, is it climate control? I already know. So no matter what, I'm taking a dash. And then I'm, so I've leaned in. I took the odometer. I've leaned a little farther in. I take the dash photo. Then I tilt my head up and I take a picture of the headliner. This does a few things. It shows the condition of the vehicle and it shows that there's a sunroof or not. Once again, I'm identifying options before I even need to. And it takes me all of five seconds to get those extra two photos. And the reason I started doing this photo, the headliner, was in hail inspections. We needed to know for R&Ing the headliner if it had a sunroof or not. Whether we needed to R&I the headliner and the sunroof frame or just the headliner. So that became a new habit of mine. And I kept doing it even though I'm back doing daily claims. And then once I get those photos, I step back and I take a photo of the driver's door and the front seat. This shows the options of the door and the driver's seat and the steering wheel all in one photo. Insurance companies love this photo. Many times they'll ask for it. Uh, I've seen multiple carriers ask for this photo, even if it's not a total loss. So I take it on every file. So that's the 10th photo is that driver's door. Then I move on to the damage, and I take at least three damage photos. And then for if it this vehicle is a total loss, um, I'm going to go ahead and get the carpet in the front seat, and then I'm you know so I'm going to peel back the driver's uh, floor mat if he has one. I'm going to take a picture of that because that's the worst place on the vehicle typically is the driver's seat and his carpet because someone's always in the car on the driver's seat, so it gets the most wear and tear. And then I move I. I'm conveniently located at the carpet in the front seat. So I just reach my hand under the dash and pull the hood lever to pop it up so I can go take an engine photo. So then I go, just take a general picture of the engine. Once again, this shows condition of the vehicle, how the owner's taking care of it, if there's any major leaks, if it's really dirty, oily, and it's really easy, especially when you do it in this order. Then I break out my tread depth gauge and I walk around every tire, placing the tread depth in the center of the tire, taking a photo of the tread depth gauge. If you don't have a tread depth gauge as an auto adjuster, you need one. Go to an auto parts store, buy three or four, stash them all over the place because you'll eventually lose one. So that's the 16 photos I, I take. And if you know the vehicle is is a total loss when you walk up on it, this thing's rolled over, crunched, you know it's gone. Go ahead and get the the total loss photos, even before you get the damage photos, and end with the damage. It's a whole lot easier to remember the damage and the damage photos than it is to remember to take a picture of the carpet that may be needed to justify your valuation later. So that is my iPath recommended photos. Um, on every vehicle, I do four corners, license plate, VIN, odometer, dash with radio, Headliner, driver's door, that's when we step back, take a picture of the door and front seat, uh, and then at least three damage photos. And if it's a total loss, I don't even look at the carrier requirements 90% of the time because they all, I'm covering 90% of what's needed 
with the carpet front seat, the engine, the tread depth, and if there's something else unique about the car that you need for a total loss, then you go ahead and snap a photo of it. But if you get those 16 photos, uh, you're going to cover your bases enough to wrap up a total loss file. You might not have done it perfect, but those photos will do it. And I promise you, if you start that kind of process, that kind of rhythm and consistency to how you take your photos, you are not going to experience missing to take a required photo again. And if you don't do my uh, order, that's fine too. But I'm telling you, find a way to do it consistently, and I, and I promise you'll never miss a required photo on an auto-damaged inspection ever again. If you'd like a copy of this uh, photo guide, I've got it on iPath.com. Uh, it'll be right there at the home screen, top of the screen. It's there. You'll see it. Uh, just fill out your information, and, and it'll send you a copy. Um, but it's it's got examples of all of these photos and how the insurance companies are wanting them to look. So head over to iPath.com, get the free photo guide, and if you haven't already, connect to me on LinkedIn. And if you need help as an adjuster, don't hesitate to email me at chris at iPath.com. And until next time, thank you for listening to the iPath. Head to iPath.com and get your free photo guide thank you guys for listening